0: Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website,
1: DrunkWomenSolvenCrime.com.
0: Shows are selling out fast,
2: so be quick. Noise. Noise. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? you
3: is drunk women solving crime my name's katie wilkins and i'm an author and comedian i'm joined by screenwriter hannah george hello and writer comedian taylor glenn hello this is where brandy meets bludgeoning mimosa meets misdemeanor and port meets prostitution it's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime coming up on drunk women solving crime Two bodies are found murdered, sure. Um, <laughs>
1: I think it's from the olden time and days.
3: Why would you say such a
2: thing?
0: Somebody has died. I'm very offended by <laughs> your accent. Now it's time for,
1: for drunk, drunk women solving crime.
3: We are joined this week by comedian Grony Maguire. Yay! Thank you for coming! A pleasure! How are you? I am very, very well. Sweet. And how's the old beer going down? Oh my God, it's so delicious. So we've got, we are mixing our drinks now. We are drinking Beaver Town beer, which is awesome. Which flavor have you got there? I've got the Blood Orange. You've got Blood Orange. What have you got, Hannah? I've, I think it just is IPA. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, I,
3: uh, it's got like skull and crossbones
0: on it. And you've got, yeah, you've got I'm Taylor's. on the Blood Orange as well, and I think it's delicious. I've been on it for days. Okay. <laughs> I have, yeah, because it's not sweet. Like it sounds sweet, but it's yeah. just got, this oh it's mm, subtle
3: and it's gone down it's so good so thank you beaver town Grosje, have you ever been the victim of a crime i uh, somebody attempted
2: to successfully commit a crime <laughs> 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 but Uh-oh. i fought back yes. brilliant what happened so i was going up to stay in edinburgh during the festival and I was renting a flat with a friend. Now, I arrived first. I walked into this palace. It was amazing. (laughs) So I text the the girl I was staying with, Holly Byrne, saying, this place is incredible, well done. She texts her landlord saying, oh my God, my friend's just arrived. Apparently the place is amazing. Then Holly arrived a few hours later and correctly identified the place as a death trap.
0: <laughs> wow! She was like,
2: "This, we can't stay here. There's wires all over the place. There's no uh, emergency exits. No, oh, wow. we have to go. We have to leave." It's genuinely true. So we, we we had to get other accommodation. So then Holly tried to get and get our money back, right. but the landlord used as proof the fact the flat was fine. The text message oh, that yeah. I had sent ah, got it in writing <laughs> it got, got it in writing badly spelt writing so <laughs> I had to give our solic- solicitor permission given a written statement that I had unusually low standards <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so this was put in in a court of law. It's a law oh, I, I think set a legal precedence. <laughs> we won our case we got our money back
3: oh my, god. oh my god there's
0: just so much about that that is a blaze of glory that is did did people have to testify well i was going to use in evidence like ex-boyfriends to you. Yeah. now does this ruling this official court ruling is this going to affect future ventures for you i'm just wondering what sort of knock-on effect it might have
2: (laughs) Well, I think I've set a legal precedent. I think, like, in future cases... Bad personal choices can be used as mitigating circumstances. Yeah. So, uh, she's
1: done a gunroom McGuire. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You've had Roe versus Wade. You've got yeah. Maguire versus the stodgy landlord. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. are there any specific things about the flat that Holly sort of like pointed out? And I think
0: like... it was like wiring <laughs> that was exposed. <laughs> that was exposed. The fact, and that... you thought, oh, it's just so urban <laughs> and like. Edgy. No, I just thought it
2: was amazing. I just thought it was absolutely. <laughs> (laughs) 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 there was no fire escape that was another thing and i was like not every flat has to have a fire escape um and god nanny state (laughs) taking over if you're meant to survive you'll survive that's what we say in ireland safety's
3: gone mad
2: (laughs) (laughs) and just yeah there was like um i think like the electricity would hum a little bit when you and Spock, spark, yeah, maybe. a few sparks <laughs> But I was just so excited I was like, oh, the, uh, the Edinburgh tattoo Has started already <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now it's
1: time For drunk women Solving crime
3: Shall we move on To the crime mm. That we need to solve now <laughs> This case has it all Two bodies are found murdered, sure, mm. um,
1: <laughs> sure. <Hey. laughs>
3: at their home. But that's not the main thing about them. The people,
2: <laughs> they happen to be murdered. They're probably women. Stop focusing on it.
3: Uh, they're found at their home on the morning of Thursday, August the 4th. One body was decided to have been killed between 9am and 10.30am, and the second body between 10.30am and 11.10am. The first body had been struck on the side of the head with a hatchet, fallen, and then been struck multiple times to the back of the head. The second body had been struck 10 or 11 times with a hatchet-like weapon, and one of the eyeballs had been split cleanly in two, suggesting that they had been asleep when attacked. Oh, well, that at least. (laughs)
2: yeah yeah you think that would wake
0: them up (laughs) yeah on the 11th glow wait a minute is there something in my eye eldrin snooze snooze
3: (laughs) so it's a pretty gruesome one um just off the bat do you think the bodies were male or female one of each good guess any advance on that I don't know, I don't I, I don't see gender.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how they identify. All right.
1: I went in for female to begin with, so I'm gonna stick with okay. two women.
3: Two women, one man and one woman, mm-hmm. and groin it just not relevant.
0: <laughs> uh, so did you meet that new progressive Irish woman on the forest? <laughs> She's never gonna last. <laughs> Let's split her eyeball in half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: um so um i can reveal that taylor is correct Mm. uh they are one of each it's abby and andrew borden and they're they're husband and wife yeah Mm -hmm. uh now before i give you a bit more information about them uh do you think that the main suspect in this case was male or female cornea don't even answer no (laughs) if you've changed your ways you can't i recognize
2: the surname Oh, do you know this case? I think so, So, reads all about history. <laughs> oh. It's my favourite place, the past. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. So, I don't know. Okay. I've just remembered as well, I can speak an all-timey American
3: okay have a go have a that go. might
2: come in handy so oh, where do we think what gender do we
0: think oh my god you you no, look stop. so angry no, no so not angry. angry. no not at all i can do an irish accent <laughs> and you'll feel the same way well, this it's oh, oh, good accent accent. Oh, oh no taylor
2: why would you say such a thing somebody has died
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's i was transported to, to colonial
0: times <laughs> I'm very offended by your (laughs) (laughs)
1: accent.
0: I think I'm in Bristol.
2: (laughs) A murder has occurred.
0: Yeah, yours is better. You win.
1: So it's okay. I mean I'm getting a sort of a big vibe from Gronya that it's it's happened maybe in colonial times at in uh, Yeah, we've given we've
3: given yeah, like I mean actually she's ruined the game basically. <laughs> no, it's good. I was actually luckily going to reveal quite a lot of stuff at the top just so that we can discuss the case without I think it was a
0: male assailant though to answer your question. It's, okay, yeah, men Cuz it's a violent
3: crime, right? Oh, uh, um, Hannah Yeah, probably a man cuz it's a very violent crime. Okay. Um, and we've just touched on this. What era do you think this was?
1: I think it's from the olden time and days. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right from where it grown you were <laughs> a few minutes ago. Uh, <laughs>
3: 1897. Um, it's actually
0: 1892. <laughs> oh my God, I have so many skills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a bit about, um, Andrew and Abby. Um, Abby was actually Andrew's second wife. Ooh. 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 Yeah, there Good we times. go. All the drams. Uh, His first wife, Sarah, had died in 1863, leaving him with two girls, Lizzie and Emma. Um, Three years after his first wife's death, he married Abby. Mm. Um, Mm. Andrew was rich, religious and very frugal. So his house lacked indoor plumbing and electricity, even though that was a common accommodation for wealthy people at the time. Um, so that, I don't know if it's cause he was, um, like you just struggled in his youth or if he was just religious, but he was super frugal. Um, so we've sort of touched on this. Do you think the main suspect was male or female now that you know a bit more about it?
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe if it was a kind of a spurned lover, I'd say maybe a, a female. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I've, I've not got a lot about motive yet. I don't know why anyone would want to kill these kind of nice people unless it was her killing him for being so frugal and then killing yourself yeah. but you can't really kill yourself with a hatchet job to the back of your head so
3: okay um oh, good insights i like it i like the way you think um you're getting promoted <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, <laughs> so the main suspect was a woman mm. uh the daughter lizzie borden oh uh, a bit about lizzie Uh, give me your
0: money you tight bastard she said as she struck them in the back of the head and you're not my mom (laughs) Yeah, yeah she said
3: all of that stuff
0: yeah uh possibly uh, so Lizzie and
3: her older sister Emma had a very religious upbringing uh, they were very involved in church activities they taught Sunday school to children of recent immigrants is uh, this in
0: America by the way yes yeah, sorry I should have Yeah,
3: we, sh- um, yeah, we the east coast wasn't it it's Massachusetts yeah it's oh. from
2: Massachusetts <laughs> do you see <laughs> we're yeah.
3: very happy here
2: in the fall
3: so you know poor old Lizzie sympathy too she lost her mum at three mm-hmm. dad we when she's six she's, she's gonna get for this, that's not there,
0: and she can't even take a shower. Can we yeah. just like get into poor Lizzie's situation? Yeah, exactly. Like She's give a- up a little bit of your money, you mm. religious prick. So there's no She's hot sane. water. Yeah, they so, don't have plumbing. Oh, they They're, don't have plumbing. Because he's so, a miser. He's fucking like Ebenezer, Massachusetts Scrooge. Yeah. Hold yeah. back. Whoa. He is. I'm angry. I get angry so at every father in every form. case. <laughs> <laughs> and I love my dad. It has nothing yeah. to do with my own issues. Just I think, think it's because you don't have
1: any of your own. So you're like, yeah. I finally got some daddy issues, but it's of all the people that have been murdered. <laughs> yes, <laughs> various
0: daddy issues. Yes, yes. Concept. Now I'm doing the ground as well.
3: <laughs> so do you think that Lizzie... Has a good relationship with her stepmom. I don't. So I'm just
2: guessing here, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking of of um, Lizzie, like classic, like maybe the mums, like sort of like maybe young or maybe younger. So I think she doesn't like her. She thinks she's fucking annoying. She doesn't get on with her. Okay.
1: Well, if we're assuming that she goes on to kill her, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Same uh just to be different i'm gonna say they were besties okay cool yeah.
3: um yeah no they uh they they didn't care. thanks for, for providing variety oh, for but but no uh no so um, during police questioning at the inquest lizzie stated that she called her stepmother mrs borden Whoa. And demurred on whether they had a cordial relationship. Um, and there is Ooh. also a suggestion that Lizzie believed that Abby was after her father's money. Mm. Um, so there are other suspects. Let's meet the other players, yo. Come on. Um, Bridget Sullivan, she is the live in maid for Uh-oh. the family. Um, her nickname <laughs> was Maggie. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Borden, do you
2: want any more water? That's, I'm playing her it's okay, like it. she's in the room <laughs> <laughs> it's coming alive uh, <laughs> the, I wouldn't murder anyone
3: and if I did I'd just be having a laugh <laughs> spot on I imagine uh, so the other sister Emma who's older by 10 years um, John Vinegam Maurice Maurice more Maurice. he's the brother of Lizzie and Emma's deceased mother mm, so Uncle Morrissey yeah <laughs> oh yeah um <laughs> and then i think that abby's family could be on here because they could be after the money so uh two oh. things you need to know now okay there had been a lot of tension in the family no shit mm-hmm. um <laughs> leading up to these murders and the second thing you need to know it it was very very hot and everyone knows everyone flips out and kills people mm-hmm. when it's hot
0: yeah
3: sure uh so some of the tensions is of sort of course, like haven't
0: you read Camus? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> there were gradual kind of like an estrangement or almost, (laughs) that, uh, good words, that led to division and hostility to do with money and property. Um, The maid testified that Lizzie and Emma rarely ate meals with their parents. Um, In May 1892, Andrew killed some pigeons in his barn with a hatchet believing that they were attracting local children to hunt them and that Lizzie had recently built a roost for the pigeons and was upset that they were killed. So is that a good motive? Do you think Lizzie flipped out and killed her parents due to her beloved pigeons being cruelly snuffed out? Um, It was hot, remember? Uh, people people, people <laughs> do weird shit when it's hot um, So now A family argument prompted both sisters To take extended vacations In New Bedford After returning to Fall River a week before the murders Lizzie chose to stay in a local Rooming house for four days Before returning to the family residence Instead of coming straight home like, is this suspicious? Or maybe that's because she just wanted an indoor toilet. Am I yeah. right, Taylor?
0: <laughs> High five. <laughs> this all comes down to plumbing, it always does. She's around the same time as Little Women. Why? This blows my
2: brain. But do you not think? Like, this is basically fan fiction of one of Little Women <laughs> killing somebody. This is Joe gone mad. Yeah, Little Women's Lighters. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Beth flips. Late night, Little Women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beth Flips I love that. I would read the shit out of
3: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to recap the timeline, uh, May, pigeons brutally murdered, Mm. July, family argument, both sisters storm off in a half, August, they come back and a murder happens. Mm. How old
1: were the sisters at this point?
3: So I worked this out. I think that they were like 30. Hang on. They're children. Yeah. no, (laughs) Babies. um, (laughs) Babies. Yeah. Lizzie must have been 32 and her sister, her other sister is like 10 years older than her. Unless I'm bad at math, which we cannot rule out. <laughs> um, so, um, a lot of the family tension was believed to be over Andrew's gifts of real estate to various branches of Abby's family. Mm. So this is what Lizzie was worried about. Um, also pigeons. Yeah. Sure. Um, so the sisters are annoyed because Andrew's trying to be all like Oprah and going, you get a house and you get a house <laughs> and you get a house.
0: <laughs> to
3: all these people that have married in. And then... Um, after their stepmother's sister received a house, the sisters, Lizzie and Emma, demanded, and then they did receive a rental property as well that dad gave them, um, where they, it was the house that they'd lived in until their mother had died, uh, which it's they purchased. a haunted house. A nice haunted house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and they purchased Brilliant. it from their
3: dad for $1. And a few weeks before the murders, they sold the property back to their dad for $5,000, which is the equivalent of, $136,000 today.
0: Maybe it was a way to cover their tracks though, because if they had tried to make like a tidy little profit yeah. on that, sold it back, I'm cutting ties with you. We're mm. good. We're all set. Yeah, we and have then the 130 k Yeah. Slash 8, so it could, it
3: could well be that. Yeah. that's That would make sense of it actually. Okay. Good, you're getting promoted too. <laughs> Thank you. That's um, all I wanted. Um, so, um, enter John Vinicum Maurice, Morrissey, mm. uh the brother of the real dead mother. Uh, wh- when do you think he reappears? So, like, we're getting closer to the time of the murders. Do you think he's propped up, like, maybe a month before, a day before, a week before? When does he come back? I think he arrives the night before in a carriage during a storm. Ooh, oh. I love it. Any advance on the night before?
1: I think he arrives the night after the murder.
3: Ooh. Yeah, you know? Kind
1: of just be like, oh, I've just been in town on business. Mm. And then he winks and says, murder business. <laughs> and then he says, how y'all doing? And then... Um, I mean, he does a surprised face when yeah. they, when they yeah. tell him. Yes, and then he uh, flees the country. So I think <laughs> night after.
3: Okay, mm. all very good guesses. I can now reveal that Grania is correct. <gasps> oh, what
1: did you, what did Grania suffer? The
0: night yeah, before, the
3: night, night before, before, before oh, during a oh, thunder thunderstorm. Storm. Yeah, that was all true, right? Was it a thunderstorm? Um, yeah, they've written that down. That's what. That's <laughs> <it's> definitely <laughs> a
0: no. <note>. Um,
3: <laughs> um maximum drama the answer is always maximum drama <laughs> okay the night before the murders john Vinicom morrissey the brother of lizzie and emma's deceased mother visited and was invited to stay for a few days to discuss business matters with andrew the dead guy uh some writers have speculated that their conversation particularly about property transfer may have aggravated an already tense situation so cleaning the guest rooms was usually one of lizzie and emma's regular chores but unusually it was abby the w- new wife of but she's been around now uh who went to make the bed um of the room that john morse had just morrissey had just slept in um so that's already unusual because that sh- that was one of their jobs According to forensic evidence, Abby was facing her killer at the time of the attack. She was first struck on the side of the head with a hatchet, which cut her jaw just above the ear, causing her to turn and fall face down on the floor, creating contusions contusions on her nose and forehead. Her killer then struck her multiple times, delivering 17 direct hits to the back of her head until she was dead. This occurred between 9am and 10.30am. So she goes to make her bed and is killed in the bedroom. Um, after, I get it now. I get yeah, it. I was ahead mm. of Somebody myself. Somebody sent
0: her up to the room to whack her. Yes,
3: possibly, definitely. Mm. Um, after breakfast, Andrew and Morrissey went to the sitting room where they chatted. So hang on a
2: sec, sorry. So are they just downstairs and they don't realise she's been killed upstairs?
3: Um, I think she hasn't quite died yet. I think basically she so basically after breakfast Andrew and Morrissey go to the sitting room where they yeah no hang on so she's probably in the kitchen right now mm-hmm. they've all had breakfast they go to the sitting room and they chat for almost an hour Morrissey leaves oh to go what and... shall we do about the copper market <laughs> that's exactly right yeah a little
2: bit of colour there from Gonya yeah. Maguire <laughs> <laughs> trains are the future <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> at eight forty eight a.m., um, they're sitting in the thing chatting for an hour. Morse left to visit a relative at eight forty eight a.m. Wait, what? Morrissey sorry. left to visit a relative at eight forty eight a.m. Andrew left for his morning walk sometime after nine a.m. Kind of feel like they both now don't have an alibi, because uh, we know that as soon as they've gone out, that is the window of opportunity for her death. Um, when Andrew returned at around 10.30am, his key failed to open the door, so he knocked for attention. The Borden's maid, Bridget Maggie... That's okay, her here, it, I'm Sullivan. ready. What does she say? You, you can choose what you want to do for this. She went to unlock the door. Finding it jammed, she uttered an expletive. <gasps> oh, English people. (laughs) Uh, Oh no, she did. (laughs) She would later testify that she heard Lizzie laughing immediately after this. She did not see Lizzie, but stated that the laughter was coming from the top of the stairs. This was later considered significant because Abby's body was visible through the gap between the bed and the floor when climbing the stairs, only becoming hidden by the bed upon reaching the top. Uh, Lizzie later denied being upstairs and testified that her father had asked where Abby was and that she had replied that a messenger had delivered a summons uh, to visit a sick friend. So Andrew comes in. Nobody has been discovered yet. Lizzie stated that she then removed Andrew's boots and helped him into his slippers before he lay down on the sofa for a nap. Well, that's
0: gross. Mm. I'm just going to throw that in is there. How difficult
1: is it to get into your own slippers? And They're what? literally the easiest thing mm. to put on. So
3: why are you napping at 10.30 in the morning? You've just had breakfast.
1: You're like, you a freelancer. Come on, you know. Fucking <laughs> fucking know. Um, <laughs> that's wank time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. For an hour and a half. Or it <laughs> could have happened any time yeah. between 10.30 and midday. Okay. Then lunch, then a bit of work. <laughs> then Best wank. alibi,
3: <laughs> Your Honor. I was having a wank. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so she says she took off his shoes and put on his slippers for his nap. But in his death photo, his shoes are clearly visible and he's still wearing them. So either that's a lie, or he put his own shoes back on for his death photo. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> he wanted to look smart. Yeah, so, yeah, I may be dead, but I, <laughs> I had good shoes. Yeah, I have a little class about me. <laughs>
3: Uh, so she then informed Bridget, uh, the maid, who was also called Maggie, of a department store sale and permitted her to go. But Bridget felt unwell and went to take a nap in her bedroom instead.
0: everybody napping? Oh. It's, it's 10.30. So hot. It's
3: 10.30. It's 10.30. It's over the top. Bridget testified that she was in her third floor room resting from cleaning windows when just before 1110 a.m., she heard Lizzie call from downstairs Maggie, come quick. Father's dead. Somebody came and killed him. Do you want to take that for us?
2: Bridget, come quick. Somebody's killed Papa.
1: <laughs> this, this episode has got a lot of theatre to it. I'm yeah. very,
2: I'm very sorry. Papa's been murdered. Seriously. <laughs> Somebody call the police.
3: <laughs> This episode has got a lot of drama. Uh, So Andrew was slumped on a couch in the downstairs sitting room, struck 10 or 11 times with a hatchet-like weapon. One of his eyeballs had been split cleanly in two, suggesting that he had been asleep when attacked. His still bleeding wounds suggested a very recent attack so we've got our two dead bodies we've got lizzie our main suspect lizzie's answers to police officers questions were at times strange and contradictory initially she reported hearing a groan or a scraping noise or a distress call before entering the house but two hours later she said that she had heard nothing and entered the house not realizing that anything was wrong when asked where her stepmother was she recounted that abby had received a note uh, to, to go and visit a sick friend she also stated that she thought abby had returned and asked if someone could go upstairs and look for her so most of the officers who interviewed Lizzie reported that they disliked her attitude some said she was too calm and poised despite Lizzie's attitude and changing alibis nobody bothered to check her for blood stains um, I mean that's detecting 101 guys it <laughs> like, is a am like amateurs it is a bit, isn't it yeah <laughs> so
0: like we are better than these clowns
1: at solving <laughs> I think I she was just stood there literally Covered in blood, God. like no caked in like, blood.
0: Yeah. I, I, we don't like your attitude, <laughs> but we're not going to take this any further. <laughs> she's bloody, in
2: blood, but it's more the fact she's
3: very yappy. That's the problem. <laughs> Although, actually, thinking about the whole rich being rich and the whole class thing, that might be more of a reason they maybe they didn't feel that they could investigate her.
1: Yeah, it seems like this. rich women. We've had a little sort of run of these at the moment with the yeah. crimes. Is that rich women seem to be able to get away with everything? Yeah, um, which is why that? I d- yeah. want to be rich so bad. Oh. Oh. So
0: you can do all that crimey. Oh man, oh. Mm, so much crime. It's like it's like working
2: in the arts. If you're a rich white girl, so much easier, isn't it? <laughs> Murder
3: and working in the arts. Mm, the two, yeah, very similar. The two best ones. Uh, the police did a search of her room but it was merely a cursory inspection and at the trial they admitted to not doing a proper search because Lizzie was not feeling well in the basement the police found two hatchets two axes and a hatchet head with a broken handle so in the house but in the basement that night the sister's friend Alice Russell this is the first we've heard of her uh, decided to stay with them who
2: the fuck is Alice
3: (laughs) (laughs) nice nice (laughs) <laughs> um, the next morning Alice, the friend that we've only just heard about uh, Immortalised in Song by Grosje, um Entered the kitchen To find Lizzie tearing up a dress Lizzie explained that she was planning To put it on the fire because it was covered in paint
2: oh oh, Was it God, red paint? I think
3: so It was never determined whether or not It was the dress she had been wearing on the day of the murders um, Okay So Lizzie goes to an inquest hearing On August the 8th and her request to have her family attorney present was refused under a state statute, providing that an inquest uh, might be held in private. So up to now, she sounds pretty guilty. Mm -hmm. Now, at this point, Lizzie gets prescribed something to calm her nerves. What do you think she gets prescribed? Valium. Laudanum. What's
2: laudanum? Laudanum. Laudanum. That was like heroin. They used to all the artists
3: in the 90s. Oh, okay. All right, any advance on that? Um, maybe just
1: prescribed a little bit of love and a little bit of attention, a little bit of respect.
3: That's very nice. Um, well, Grania, you're officially the closest. Uh, morphine. <gasps> oh. um, she gets prescribed regular doses of morphine to calm her nerves. And it says here, it's possible that her testimony was affected by this. You think? <laughs> I mean, like, why wouldn't, like, as well now, wouldn't being high on morphine make everything you said inadmissible? Yeah, no, look, look, yeah. Um, why not give her a cup of tea to start with? Is that, I've watched 24 hours through?
1: in uh, police custody, and they have, to, they have to ask, Are you on any drugs? And then they let them dry out, Ooh. and then they interview them because right. you can't legally interview them. Where's the someone.
3: fun in that? <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, Lizzie was a sloppy bitch on the stand. <laughs> love <laughs> it, love it. <laughs> I'm loving Lizzie at the moment. Yeah. She's the heroine of this whole. She's the only one that makes sense. Team Lizzie, huh? 100%. Okay, so Lizzie's behaviour was erratic and she often refused to answer questions, even if the answer would be beneficial to her. I just think it could be the morphine um, <laughs> she often contradicted herself such as claiming to have been in the kitchen reading a magazine when her father arrived home and then claiming to have been in the dining room doing some ironing and then claiming to have been coming down the stairs could be the morphine I reckon mm. do you know what
1: women have so many fucking jobs to do yeah. in the house yeah. that maybe she doesn't know All because she's always tidying up after people yeah, yeah she...
3: so men
2: would be easy because it's always like I was sitting in the chair by the fire <laughs> and
3: I was there for three
0: hours
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah then someone came and changed my shoes to slippers and that's
3: all yeah. i remember <laughs> <laughs> totally uh she also claimed to have removed her father's boots and put the slippers on um, But the photograph shows he's wearing the boots morphine uh the district attorney was very aggressive and confrontational on august 11th lizzie was served with a warrant of arrest and jailed the inquest testimony the basis of the modern debate regarding her guilt or innocence was later ruled inadmissible um, at her trial in June 19, uh, sorry, 1893. I'm, I think because of the morphine, um, a grand jury began hearing evidence on November the 7th and Lizzie was indicted on December the 2nd. Her trial took place in June, 1893. In conclusion, they acquitted Lizzie. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Do you think anyone else went down for the crime? I think that the little Irish maid probably was in trouble. Um, no one else was charged and the murder continues to be the subject of research and speculation. Um, although Lizzie remained the prime suspect. There other people's theories over the years. have included that Lizzie did it, but committed the murders um, in a fugue state. Or like on morphine or whatever. Mm-hmm. One theory was that she, her father, sexually abused her, although there is no evidence for this. But there never is, mm-hmm. <laughs> am I right? Um, there's one that said um, that the maid did it, possibly in a rage at being ordered to clean the windows on a hot day, because it, it, it was really hot. Yeah, yeah I not clean um, your fucking windows. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, somebody suggested that Lizzie did it because she was a lesbian. Mm. and was caught in a sapphic tryst with the maid. Does anyone want to guess the gender of the person that came up with that (laughs) suggestion?
1: I don't see gender. I've just, uh, I've learned that from my friend, Gwyneth McGuire. (laughs) I think she's
3: very wise. She's so wise, yeah. A man, um, Ed McBain, um, put forward that theory in his 1984 novel, Lizzie. Um, In his defence, in his... Lizzie would have been better. Would have been so much better. Um... In later years, Lizzie was rumored to be a lesbian, Um, but there was no such speculation about Bridget who found other employment and married a man. Mm -hmm. Good for her. (laughs) Um, Abby was ruled to have died before Andrew. So her estate went to Andrew. And then when he died, Mm. his, uh, because he died last, uh, everything passed to his daughters as part of his estate, uh, which is a considerable settlement. However, some was paid to Abby's family to, to calm them down. Um, and then Lizzie changed her name to Lisbeth. Not that different um, <laughs> Lizbeth, they'll never uh, find me And her and her sister bought a house together Despite the acquittal She was ostracised by Fall River Society um, And the sisters eventually fell out In 1905 and never saw each other again oh. Lizbeth died of pneumonia 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 Pneumonia. On June the 1st 1927 And nine days later Emma died From chronic nephritis
0: at the mm. age of 76.
3: Mm. And Lizzie left $30,000 to an animal rescue league. For for pigeons! pigeons. Oh, oh, the pigeon drama. Drama. Um, So, this is creepy. I know we don't have time, but there was like um, <clears throat> the case was memorialized in a popular skipping rope rhyme song to the tune of then popular song ta-ra-ra Boom D Day. And the lyrics to it go: "Go on, Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother forty whacks. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father forty-one.
1: Can I give um, you a little beat behind that? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not.
3: But um, see, and people that don't time, understand times, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, in reality, they suffered eighteen or nineteen blows. So this folklore <laughs> song is uh, not accurate. Um, do you guys think that Lizzie did it?" It's weird, cause it,
2: but it's weird, cause of all the murders. It's it, it's very it's really mythologized in American culture. Mm. Like I've heard of Liz, Lizzie Borden. Right. I wonder why why is that? Cause I'm sure loads of people fucking. I think yeah, it must be like way famous. Yeah. why? Well, why do, as an American, why do you think
0: Taylor? As an American, I have never heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have many friends, so I didn't skip rope. Um, I think she know, did I did was it. left out of everything. I yeah. think ta- um, Taylor
2: Taylor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Grania. Now it's personal. I think Taylor now Swift did it. Now it's personal.
2: Taylor Swift did it because she's petty. <laughs> no, I think Lizzie did it. And I think she was just couldn't take any more of her dad's shit. And I'm on team Lizzie. I'm glad. Okay. I didn't like her dad. Didn't like her mum. Fucking glad they're dead. <laughs>
1: cool. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. One of our <laughs> listeners has written in with a crime they want us to
3: solve. No for reals um dear drunk women someone genuinely stole our doorbell if you want to investigate that we do um it's hard to say if it was whipped off in a rage or if it was a more skilled attack it had been pulled off the wall outside who would do this and why what can we do from jim
1: wow okay okay jim firstly my first suspicion is maybe like a kind of like A guy from Amazon or a guy from, like, you know, one of the ones that claimed to have rang your doorbell. And then you get a thing through the post, say, oh, we rang your doorbell, but you weren't in. I was fucking in. I was in all day. I'm always in all day. I'm very alone. But the point is, maybe it was them, because they never ring your doorbell, so they may as well just whip it off.
0: They've got an excuse. Yes.
3: I like it. Motive? Opportunity?
0: Absolutely. I was thinking uh, Jehovah's Witness that was like, if you don't join... Then I'll fucking take your doorbell. Right, right. Yeah, you don't hear the call of God, you won't hear the call of anyone, motherfucker. Ooh. Yeah.
3: an aggressive Jehovah's Witness. Mm. Yeah. Means, motive, opportunity. I think it was <laughs> Lizzie Boardman. <laughs> I the think ghost of the Lizzie ghost Boardman. of Lizzie Boardman. <gasps>
2: mm-hmm. And I think you should just let it be. Who even has... here? Whoever on a serious note, whoever took your doorbell is doing you a favour because what sort of creeps call around your house like texting or ringing you first? So they were doing you a favour. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: That's in the true. World.
2: People don't just, it's like when you're a kid, people call for you but
3: you don't no. have that anymore In no. fact, like, one of my mates no in their
1: knocks. 30s like just knocks me <laughs> so probably...
2: oh knock knock can yeah. I have
1: a cup of tea please you don't knock yeah. for someone in your 30s no
2: yeah he's better off without yeah you better don't need without. a
3: doorbell so it be was, free a, it was a what's the word a benevolent yeah his um, guardian angels yeah. doorbell so his <laughs> guardian angel
2: lizzie boardman
3: act of god uh jim we
2: think <laughs> um, <laughs> hope
3: that's the, hope the, useful jim uh, good, good luck
2: your insurance
1: forms there. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie Bollman. I imagine this is a box you can take for Lizzie Bollman yeah, on insurance file forms. it out with
3: the police, say act of God. <laughs> um, you're welcome. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But, oh, we have, before we go, uh, we would like to ask our esteemed guest, Courtney McGuire, what are you up to? <sighs> is it accent coaching? Uh, I do. <laughs> That's my job now. I help
2: people to learn how to do any American accent they like. (laughs) So if you've got any, if you would like to learn how to do an American accent and if you're not from the United States, contact me at Growing Maguire on Twitter, it's the best way to find me. And I will take you through all 50 of the beautiful states (laughs) and their unique accent and culture. And it's a a riot. So that's what I do now mainly. Okay. (laughs) I'm from Arizona.
1: (laughs) The proof is in the pudding. I mean, mean,
3: there we have it. Need we say any more? I'm
1: sorry. I feel like I pushed that on you. Do you also have a podcast you want to?
3: No, no. no,
2: My accent—that's what I'm all about. (laughs) Okay, Hawaii. I want to keep my name is Barack Obama.
0: Nice. (laughs) Smashed it! Oh. Okay, thank you so much for listening.
3: Thank you to Unicorn mm. Tears. Thank you, Beaver Town. Oh, it's lovely. And Very nice. Thank you so much to Firebox for sending us all these amazing snacks and drinks. Bye-bye! Yay! Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcast. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to Akes and thank you for listening. Bye!